All right, I think we're ready to go. If you know me, you know that I am a big fan of Western and pioneer-type movies and shows. As a very young child, I remember Gunsmoke and Bonanza. Later, I enjoyed Little House on the Prairie. I'd read most of the books in school and watched virtually every one of the TV shows as it was on. I had a big-time crush on Laura Ingalls. I thought she was the cutest. Of course, I think Clint Eastwood move westerns are the best, especially the outlaw Josie Wales. And actually, my wife and I, a few years ago, were out in Utah and were on the, saw the set of where much of that film was made. And then most recently, I've watched a couple of shows concerning the pioneer days and the modern West, and they're excellent shows. My only complaint is why making every fifth word a cuss word is necessary these days. To me, it's just a little bit silly. But with all that TV and movie experience, I'm actually kind of a bit of an expert on the Wild West. After all, I do have cowboy boots. But you know what? That's about as far as it goes. But I do know one thing, one very important thing about the Wild West, and that is, is if you stole a horse, if you were a horse thief, and you got caught, you were hung. And if you weren't at the end of a hangman's noose, you might find yourself at the end of the barrel of a rifle. Either way, a caught horse thief was a dead horse thief. Now just a few minutes ago, Sarah was up here reading a passage about a donkey and Jesus. And as I first read that passage this year, I wondered what was the penalty for stealing a donkey? I mean, think about it. Jesus basically told his disciples to go steal a donkey, didn't he? He said, untie the colt and bring it to me. It wasn't his donkey. He didn't buy it. He didn't even rent it. So, so what do you think? Did he steal the donkey? You know, if, if I'm one of the disciples at that point, I might have said, I'm out. Why would Jesus ask the disciples to take a donkey that wasn't theirs? Well, the truth is, he wasn't asking them to steal a donkey. He was asking them to borrow it from a man or from owners who were more than willing to let Jesus use their donkey. As the scene played out, it's very clear that no theft was involved. Instead, what actually we see in that scene was an act of faith on the part of the disciples. It happened right before Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem on what we call Palm Sunday. And this act of faith could be considered something called donkey untying faith. And if you listen to the passage, you also realize that it was a picture of God at work. Now Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all through those three Gospels recorded those, that scene. And in each of these Gospels, the point is made that Jesus sent two of his disciples to go get the donkey. But the Gospels don't specify which two disciples went. And it makes me think, you know, who went wasn't that important. The act of obedience and the way that it all played out is what really mattered. And in this case, Jesus provided very specific instructions. In the passage we read, it said, Jesus said, Go into the village in front of you, where on entering you will find a colt tied, a donkey, on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? You shall say this, the Lord has need of it. 
See, when God calls us to do something, he provides instructions. You know, sometimes God can be very specific in his instructions. Think about Mary. Mary, the mother of Jesus, she was told to name her son Jesus. The angels in Jesus' birth narrative told the shepherds where Jesus was being born, what to expect when they found him, and exactly who this baby was. Jesus told his disciples and us to take up our cross daily and follow him. Maybe in your life you've had a moment or several moments where God made it very, very clear to you what you were to do. But more often than not, I think God just gave us something to do. He got us started. He got us going down a path. He didn't give us all the specific instructions. Maybe as we followed in faith, we had to change directions. See, sometimes when God leads us, we only get enough information to take that first step. And the question is, do we take that step? I was talking to a a young woman the other day, and she told me how she met her husband in high school. She was his first kiss. They dated a little while, and then they kind of went their separate ways. And for a number of years, I don't even think they saw each other. But then something strange happened. After about 10 years or so, they kept running into each other. It was weird, you know, she might have wondered, was he stalking her? I don't think so. I believe God was having them bump into each other on a regular basis, waiting for the two of them to wake up. It was this God was saying to her future husband, hey, you big dummy, remember that cute girl you dated in high school? I keep having you cross paths with her for a reason. I want you to ask her out. I know you like her, so ask her out. Finally, he did, and they've been happily married for over 10 years. But I tell you that story because that's a a problem that we often have. God is very clear in what we need to do, but we're not paying attention. Or sometimes we're paying attention to the message, but we just don't want to do it. Or we don't think we can do it. Jesus was very specific with those two disciples. He said, go get that donkey. It's in the village right in front of you. You will find it there. Untie it and bring it to me. The question I have for all of us this morning, and particularly the three confirmands sitting right in front of me here, is what is God calling you to do? What's God calling you to do? And I want to be real clear. He is calling you. What he wants you to do is quite possibly right there in front of you. Ask God to open your eyes. Ask him to provide some directions. He will. And it might be very detailed instructions as to what you're to do, or it could simply be the very next step you need to take in faith. But open your ears and your eyes and your heart. And then the next thing is really important. Follow those instructions. Who needs instructions? You know, I've said that, and a lot of guys have said that as well. The problem is we typically say that who needs instructions right before we totally mess up putting something together. We should have read and followed those instructions. They were there for a reason. We can get so busy to get started on a project that we ignore clear guidance given to us. 
You know, I'm, I'm directionally challenged. It kind of runs in my family. I've had a family member look at me when they're driving going, huh? And then they burst out laughing because I went the wrong way. I can get lost going someplace that I've been ten times before. I need to listen to the person in the car with me. I need the GPS to tell me to go left when I want to go right. And sometimes I still don't pay attention. I go right. The GPS lady gets aggravated with me. I don't know about yours, but mine says, I told you to turn left. Pay attention. Rerouting. It's important to follow instructions. Luke tells us, he said, so those who were sent went away and found it just as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, why are you untying the colt? And they said, the Lord is in need of it. And they brought it to Jesus, and throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. The disciples did exactly what Jesus asked. And that's so key. And I don't know which two disciples it was again, but these disciples were the same guys who failed so many times. If you remember, they were terrified during a storm. They wondered where they would get enough food to feed a crowd. They argued over who was the greatest. They were knuckleheads. They were so close sometimes to doing the right thing. And I'm so very familiar with such thinking. In this moment, though, at least two of them acted in faith. And it was a big day for them. As I read this passage, though, I noticed that Matthew, Mark, and Luke didn't mention the disciples questioning Jesus. They didn't ask Jesus why they had to go get a donkey. They didn't ask any questions about, are you sure this is what you want us to do, Jesus? They, they did not hesitate. They didn't modify the instructions. They didn't ignore the instructions. And that response is a lesson to every one of us here this morning. So often, God puts something on our hearts, something that he wants us to do. And we try to find a, a shortcut or modify it, or we just completely ignore God's message. Think about some Bible characters. Jonah. Jonah tried to escape God's guidance and ended up in the belly of a fish. Zechariah didn't believe the angel's message that he would have a son, and God shut up his mouth for the pregnancy. Sarah in the Old Testament got impatient. She tried to help God's plan by giving her handmaiden to her husband to bear a child. And we know it didn't work out so well. We get ahead of God. We think we know what he wants us to do before he tells us. We immediately work on a plan that we develop for a desired result that we want to see. We don't wait on God. We work in our human power to do things instead of relying on the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, God wants us to use our brain. That's why he gave us brains. But he also wants us to have faith in him. And it's not always so easy. We can mess up God's instructions even with the best of intentions and even with the strongest faith. We need to just always be watching and listening and walking in that faith, willing to adjust if we need to. In this little passage, have you, have you ever wondered about the owners of the donkey? Two guys show up, they start untying their donkey, 
And the owners asked him, why are you untying it? The disciples responded, the Lord has need of it. And that was it. They gave him the donkey. To me, that's just a little bit weird. Think about it this way. If two strangers showed up after church, walked up to you and said, um, can I borrow your car? Would you give it to him? I doubt it. But these owners of the donkey, they complied. Now, we don't know. Maybe, maybe they knew who Jesus was. Or maybe God had told them to give this donkey to some strangers that were going to walk up. Either way, when the disciples stepped out in faith, when they followed Jesus' instructions, something totally weird or wonderful happened. And when we do the same, we will see God at work. Now, I share this miracle today because this wasn't a huge one. In fact, I wouldn't have been surprised by the time that, the G- that Jesus rode into Jerusalem, the disciples might have forgotten that whole incident. But the donkey story was important. It was important enough to get included in three of the four Gospels. If you aren't expecting God to work in your life, if you're not expecting to see God do anything, you're very likely to miss his work. When we follow God, we will see God do amazing things. A step in faith often leads to a blessing. We act in faith expecting God to do something. And I think this is a great message for our confirmants this morning. And again, it's a great message for all of us. Jesus gave instructions. The disciples followed the instructions. The disciples saw God at work. It's pretty basic. It's pretty simple. God calls us to do something every week. Sometimes he calls us to do something big where we really have to act in faith. But most of the time, these little faith acts seem pretty insignificant. I want to tell you they're not. Anytime we respond to God's leading, it's a big deal. In just a few more minutes, these three young adults will get up here and profess their faith in Jesus Christ. I can tell by the looks on their faces, they're just so excited to be here this morning. You're going to be impressed with their words. But what they're doing, what you guys are doing this morning is huge. You're stepping out in faith. You're proclaiming your faith to God and to all these people gathered here. You know, later today, some of us may be tempted to say something in frustration or in anger. If we pay attention, God might tell us to zip it. Or maybe he'll give us the right words, the the better words to say in that situation. Tomorrow, God might bring someone across our our path who's having a really tough day. It's easy to ignore them, but God may put it on our heart to strike up a conversation, and if we do that, we could be a blessing to their day. Maybe we'll even get to share our faith. In the coming weeks, Jesus may instruct us to do something that will change our life. And if we've built our faith on all these little things beforehand, We'll be able to take that big step in faith to do something big, something that might change us, something that might change people around us, something that brings great glory to God.
And so I just ask you this morning is to have enough faith to untie a donkey for Jesus. Amen.